Okay, I pressed the RRB. Just based on how long it took me to. Did you eat, are you eating at Arby's? I wish. Did you dude. eat at Arby's? I haven't. I heard, I heard a statistic that more uh, conservative people are more okay. Like the the more likely you are to eat at Arby's, the more conservative you're you're likely to be. I heard that more horses die every year to make Arby's meat than to make uh, glue. Really? No, I didn't actually. That's, that's I didn't not actually a real. Okay, that's not. Yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't sound legit. looking fresh today got yourself a haircut uh i think i did last time we recorded so i think you've um no no yeah i i got it after i think i got it right after though darren hone one minute in trying to gaslight me he also shaved his face he's looking good looking 16 years younger than he did before yeah still can't drive a car though darren looked like a fresh-faced nine-year-old I thought you were gonna say. I, I thought you were gonna call me a Nazi again. Why did I call you a Nazi, Jake? Let's not get into this again. I don't think that happened. This podcast should be called Gaslight Cast, but it's not. It's called Snickles, and I'm Darren, and I'm Jake. We probably. That's actually all we're allowed to do legally unless we pay the copyright for the rest. But as long as you keep sustaining the note, it's legal. Jake, who do you who are your picks for the Super Bowl? Uh, Who's your pick for the Super Bowl, I should say? You said pick, so I'm going to do my top two. <laughs> All right. I'm going to throw my top two out there. Uh, I, I'm i liking the Seahawks. I think they're gritty. I think everyone loves the underdog. Uh, sort of a comeback story. And, you know, Ru- Russell Wilson, never count him out. My next pick, uh, probably the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. Who are you, who, what's your pick? Who I'm going to go got? with the Bismarck Dinner Dogs for this one. I think the Bismarck Dinner Dogs have shown a lot of uh, potential. Their head coach, um, he is, he is, uh, he's what been, po- he's obviously again? been possessed. Huh? What's his name again? Uh, it's, uh, what is it? Ted, Ted, it's Ted something. It's Ted, Ted Dropes, I think. Oh yeah, head yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah. He was possessed by an evil demon that takes the form of a coyote named Azaban. Wait, Darren, I care. Is it Ted Dropes or Ted Ropes? Ted Dropes. Um. So yeah, I think they have a lot of potential to take it, and uh, I think uh, I think if they stick to what they've been doing, they they can they can take it home. Honestly, I. I'm I'm an American, I'll admit that, but I don't care much about the Super Bowl. I'm more of a Mega Bowl guy. Okay, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Supreme Bowl guy. Yeah, 
I just have some real big bowel movements sometimes. So yeah, I like I I love gravy, so I always order the the uh, the lar- the extra large Supreme Bowl. It's 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 made by the brand Supreme, just to just to straighten that out. It's made by Supreme brand. It's the only uh, food that they typically make. Yeah, uh, you could get a bowl of gravy for like two bucks, but you slap a Supreme sticker on there. It's like seventeen dollars, and it sells out immediately. Seventeen dollars is cheap, Jake. That I, add a zero to that to that seven to the end of that seventeen. That's still seventeen dollars, Darren. I didn't say add a point. Well, there's already a point. That's how prices work. No, not when it's just seventeen dollars. Even if it was seventeen ninety nine, Jake, then it would be. Darren, se- I'm just saying they just look like plain, plain red vans to me. What are people doing? Yeah. All right, we can we can find common ground there. Uh I have something to review today. It's my brand new pair of Supreme Supreme Vans. <clears throat> a Supreme Sombrero. <laughs> Supreme Sombrero Vans. Uh if you have Supreme Vans, you pop these on top when it's raining. Can you show Can you show me? Shoes. Can you show the listener? Uh yeah. What'd you think? That was pretty cool. That had a light, a nice matte finish. Um, I really enjoyed. Yeah, it looks like that. It's a performance and comfort shoe. Balances it yeah. nicely. I like how Darren had any adjectives in the world he could use to describe a sombrero, and he picked matte finish. Yeah, because that's how anyone would describe a sombrero. Well, not straw. I, I began to say or... glisten, and then I said matte. I'm just giving a shout out to my cousin, Matt. How you doing, man? I have a family member named Matt. So Matt Smith, if you're out there, please listen to the podcast. Jake really needs it. Uh, Mm, Or don't. You had your chance, Dad. And I think we've kind of gone past the point where I'd be comfortable with you listening. I think that line was probably either the Darren pedophile episode or the me making a mom killer son episode. One of those two is the point where we crossed the line. Jake, you got to let go of all your inhibitions. Those are inhibitions and you need to let go of them because otherwise feel we're never going to become a skin. successful no podcast. Can feel it for you. Only you can let it in. No so- one else. No one else. Jake, where your they, uh, I, I found this from my um, from my friend's uh, DVD collection when I went back into Colorado. He's had this Darren's for years. Darren's holding up a collection of Dragon Ball Z episodes. It looks like three, no, 19, and it's 47. It's a movie. It's a movie, Jake. What, where'd you... Oh. <laughs> it's a... This is the... It says uncut movie right there. So, uh, anyway, I have this and Broly, and uh, I understand that they've also made a new Dragon Ball Z film that's in theaters right now called Dragon Ball Z Broly. Do you have it on your coast? Isn't it called Dragon Ball Super Broly? It is Dragon Ball Super Broly, yes. Yeah, I've got it on this coast. Have you uh, seen- one of my friends was going to go see it with a guy uh, that she met on like a, a Tinder of sorts. And then he stood her up. Oh, that's that's fucked up. I have a soft spot for getting stood up for getting stood up, especially on movie dates, 
because uh, did I tell? Have I told the story about how I got stood up? Darren, I've never heard a story of you going on a date. As far as I knew, you were dateless up to this point. Yeah, I'm asexual. That's because I'm asexual, Jake. Uh, Darren, I know that you're not. I'm actually not asexual. That's, that's I've seen you watch a lot of porn. Not in, I, in this climate, yeah. Usually, Jake, I've I, mostly it's just because I, I take off my headphones when we're done recording, and then I forget to hang up the video chat. And then Jake... I mean, Jake has every opportunity to also close the chat so he doesn't have to watch me, but he just still does. Yeah, I appreciate it. He watches the whole thing. Asexual porn is just two clothed people lying in bed next to each other. Yeah, it's a nice, wholesome family... uh, Porn. Yeah, nice, wholesome family porn. Um, Talk about getting stood up, please. So, back in, I think, seventh grade... Oh. Uh, there was this, it wasn't really getting like adults stood up, but it still, it still hurt just the same. I feel like that's almost worse. Uh, anyway, just tell your story and then there's I'll this judge. girl that I had a crush on and Can she we was like, name? I don't remember her name to be honest. I just remember mm-hmm. I had a crush on her. Um, I'll call her Jessica Arby, heir and, to the Arby's fortune. And, uh... She, uh, she was gonna, she invited me to go to a movie with her and I think two of her friends. And I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll get there as soon as I can. So I run to my mom and I'm like, Hey, uh, this girl wants to see a movie with me at the mall. Can you give me a ride? Cause this was before cars were invented. So my mom was just going to put me on her back and then run up, run over to the mall. And then uh, it was also before GPS, so I had to print off MapQuest directions because this was a new mall and we didn't know how to get there. Darren was basically living out Bird Box. And uh, so we get there, and my mom gives me her cell phone. She's like, just, can you just – so you have her number, so please just call just call her and see where she is. I get there. I call her. I call the number with my mom's phone. No answer. Call it again. No answer. I just say, screw it. I'm going to buy the tickets. They're probably in the theater already. So I buy the tickets and then I go into the theater. Nobody's there. Well, there's people there, but none of them are people whom I'm None of them are just the RB. So I sit in the movie, Zathura. I'm watching mm. Zathura by myself in a pretty nice brand new Nike hoodie that I just got for Christmas. And uh, then I walk out, and then they all come up to me. They all see me. Like, I walk out of the theater. They all see me, and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. We we left you there. And I was like, yeah, you did. And then my mom picks me up. She's like, hey, what happened? And I was like, uh, I just watched the movie by myself. You're like, uh, it was good. We got to second base. <laughs> <laughs> she felt me up. <laughs> But yeah, that was a uh, that was a sh- uh, sucky day. Um, not much has changed in my date life, in my dating life. So this girl stood you up and then saw a movie at the same time in the same theater. No, they went movie. shopping. They went out. Oh. Like when I saw them, they were. I was walking out of the movie theater. They were walking out of the other side of the mall. It was at the mills. They're walking out of the other side of the mall in the shopping center, and they saw me and they were like, "Hey." Sorry. And I was like, dude, I just watched that whole movie by myself. As of like a, how old was I, 11 or 12? Dude, rest on standing AstroTurf. 
Go again. Rest on standing AstroTurf. Jake, what the fuck does that mean? That's a quote from Zathura. All our Z heads out there are going to be into it. <laughs> I just want to show you the picture. I looked up Jessica Arby on Facebook. It looks oh, like you got the better end of this deal, there. So beautiful, yeah. <laughs> so beautiful. Looking more like Wendy. She's doing real well now. <laughs> she's a real. She's into real estate. I don't know why she needs two Mercedes Benz in her profile picture, but yeah, I, I could have had it all. I'm. I feel like Adele. I feel like the person Adele was singing about. I could have had it all. Wait, you know my friend Adele? Yeah, Adele Arakawa. Of um, oh, no. Nine News. Anyway, Jake, what'd you do this week? Um. Well, my friend got stood up for Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super. So, so that happened to you. Nice. Well, it didn't happen to me, but I heard about it. Um. Did you guys hang I out afterwards? I watched a basketball game on my computer last night. As a sad friend hangout? Uh, well, okay. We did go to lunch on Saturday, and that was kind of an ordeal. But, like, it's kind of a long story, and anytime I tell a long story, Darren's like, Oh, is that it? <laughs> oh, you thought that that'd be worth telling on the podcast? It's up to you. You can tell it. I just do that because I'm an asshole. But you can tell. Feel free to tell it. I might or might not be an asshole. But that's what the viewers. That's what brings in the clicks, baby. Yeah, that's what the viewers are looking. That's what for the viewers want. It's me being mean to Jake. Oh, you thought that you were going to tell that podcast and I'd appreciate it, and then we both watched each other jerk off when we stopped <laughs> recording. I don't watch you. You watch me, Jake. Okay, Darren. Um, well, you can tell the story if you want. Uh, I promise I won't. Well, I don't know. I, I can't make any promises about what I'm, how I'm going to react. Okay, well... I'm going, to react, I'm going to try to react genuinely, though. Unless I find a bit in this. Yeah, I can't imagine Darren trying to find a bit in this. So my friend who got stood up, her name is Kayla. She has a friend named Faye. She has another guy who lives in an apartment building named Daniel. And Faye has a friend named Mac. Oh, That's just to get all the... Darren! This is just the cast of players. Just, Darren has I found a vibrator. A bit. I found a bit. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna fucking... I'm gonna buzz myself while you're telling this story. <laughs> Uh, um, no, I found a bit. I actually, I actually am not. I'm very. I'm interested, actually, Jake. I just okay. found a bit. That's why I did it. Cause this is what brings in the clicks, baby. I just wish that you wouldn't be playing with that toy while I was talking. It makes me feel like you're not taking me seriously. It's my Hitachi. Is that what it's called? A Hitachi. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little ball know. on the tip. <laughs> is that for your PlayStation? It's for my vagina, Jake. That's what I call a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's for that. <laughs> okay, so I go over to Kayla's apartment, and she's like, yeah, we're going to go to lunch at this Japanese barbecue joint right across the street. You can see it out her window. So I go over there, because they have this like uh, happy hour special on Saturdays. And I go over there, and she's like, okay, we just have to wait for Faye's friend to come. 
And I was like, well, okay, I don't know why I came over here. Wait, but... is this going to end up in you guys collectively getting stood up? No. Okay, or is that, it? That would be ironic. Oh, Jake's leaving a, leaving a little to be continued here. Even though uh... he's about to continue it right now. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> so... I'm like, I'm just like hanging out and they're like, yeah, we're going to go soon, blah, blah, blah. And then we like finally get ready to go. And Daniel is like, all right, let's go. So we go across the street and we were like, hey, there's going to be five of us. Because this guy said he was close. He was taking the train. And he came from like a long way away. and He should be close. So we're like, all right, let's just go put our names on the list. And they're like, okay, that'll be 45 minutes. And I was like, well, why didn't we put our names on the list like 10 minutes ago when I got here? And they're like, well, we were gonna, but we forgot. Okay, whatever. We Shit go back service. to... Shit service. Yeah. No, it was Kayla's fault. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Shit. Oh, okay. That's yeah. That she deserved to be stood up is what you're saying. Shit friend service, yeah. Uh, so we go back to Kayla's apartment. We're like hanging out. At some point, Mac gets there, and then they're like, all right, let's go smoke. And like, I... I as the listeners will know, I don't smoke. As, as Jake has said several times on the podcast, please stop sending Jake joints. He does not smoke. He doesn't yeah, smoke. And he doesn't drink. He doesn't drink caffeine. He doesn't do any of that. Well, I drink some caffeine, Darren. Jake is I've a been known, devout Mormon. I've had two to three sips of Coke in my life. Jake likes, he likes, to, go, he likes to go wild. <laughs> he's a crazy, he's a sick pup. Uh, anyway, so they're like, hey, let's go on this roof. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So there's like a fire escape that we, we're going to go up to go up on this roof. And, uh, well, I don't know if I'm going to include this part, but someone hopped the fence to open the gate for us to climb up on the roof. Because the law is listening to Snickles. Like, we have law enforcement officers in Boston listening to Snickles. <laughs> Yeah, not even the record. Like, they're listening to me right now. There's a cop in this room. Yeah. This is just a joke, everyone. But now the cops know that are in Jake's room, and we're okay. Okay, so we climb up the fire escape, and, like, we're all up there, and then we look down, and Mac is, like, talking to someone. And we're like, hey, what's going on? He's like, this girl's talking to me. And we're like, just come up here. Like, just stop talking to her. But she's like, why are you guys on my roof? Oh, it's one of, I thought it was, like, friendly talking. It's more like, no, get the I thought fuck so too roof. at first. Oh. But it's, like, the middle... It's the afternoon on a Saturday. We're not bothering anyone. It took, like, a minute for us all to climb past her apartment. Ooh. So, we're, like, up there, and then we get the notification that our table's ready, so we go back down. And How long were we, you up there before you got the notification? Maybe 10 minutes. Okay, that's worth it. I thought you meant, like, as soon as you get up there, no, you got no, the notification. No. We're, like, coming down, and she's like, Bye, have a good day, don't come back. And it's like, we didn't, like, what is your problem? How old was this woman? She's, like, a college student. What the hell? It was school uh, housing. Those are supposed to be the chillest folks, dude. Yeah, she was not a chiller. So we're all, like, leaving... And we're, like, out on the street ready to go to this place. And we're, like, where the fuck is Mac? So he, like, comes running behind us. He's, like, 
yeah, I asked her if she, like, wanted to suck my dick, blah, blah, blah. And we're all like, <laughs> why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just, like, leave? Oh, that explains... Okay. So we, like, sit down to eat, and he just, like, keeps talking about it. And it's like, I don't know what he wants from us, but, like, yeah, dude, we get it. You have you have a penis. That's quite impressive. I'm really <laughs> he happy showed it. You. He showed it to you. <laughs> you you sick pup. You sick dog. I know you. You 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 told him to whip that sucker out. Yeah. I said, will you video Facebook video me and then think that you hung up but not and then I'll watch you jerk off? And he's like, Yeah. <laughs> so we're all ordering food and he's like, Yeah, I want this and this and we're all like eating stuff together, you know? And he orders like a couple expensive things and it's like, Okay, whatever, I'm I'm down to eat that. We're all, like, sharing it and everything. Then the check comes. I throw some cash down. Moments later, there's three cards in my cash on the table. And Faye's like, wait a minute. Someone's card is missing. We uh, we do the, the easy math, and he's like, oh, this is Mac. He's like, oh, I'm broke. Oh. And it's like, bro, why would you come all this way? <clears throat> come to lunch with fucking strangers. Huh. And not, like, at least explain to your friend that she's going to need to pay for you. <laughs> I mean... So after that, I was just like, you know what? I'm fucking out of here. I went back home and took a nap. Now we're here. Like, yeah. I, can, I, can, I, Jake, just watched, Jake just watched Split, and now he's he's speechless. Oh, I haven't seen that movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, damn, Jake, what would you give that experience out of 10? Well, the food was really good. But the company wasn't the best, but I didn't end up having to pay for that guy. So I'd give it like an 8 out of 10. Okay. Like, I wouldn't have paid for him. That's really funny. that's really high for how you seem to not, like, you know, on surface level, it seems like you didn't like that. So it's surprising to hear you. Well, have I sort such of breezed over how good the food was because it's not an important start part of the story, and also the fact that I've told this story like a couple times now. I feel like you have to bump up the experience a couple points. Yeah, you got to Michael Bay it a little bit. So where for what the was the restaurant? You, where was it? What was it? What was it called? Uh it's like Gaiyukaku or something. It's Japanese. Okay, okay. Like I said earlier when you were playing with your toys. Yeah, my Hitachi. Anyway, I just can't imagine going to lunch with some strangers and being like, oh, you guys got me? What's the deal with broke friends? Yeah. Well, he's not really, I mean, he's not really your friend, I guess. No. He's, your stra- he's just a And stranger. look, I have no problem with like people being like, oh, hey, I'll hit you back. Yeah. Like, I'm broke right now. Or like, like, put those fucking terms out there. Or like, yeah, if they if they say, hey, I'll get you, I'll get you some food when I come back to Colorado, and then you go back to Colorado and they don't get you any food. Yeah, they're like, oh, I have to go see my dad. Sorry, I don't <laughs> have time to buy you a burrito. Oh, my dad canceled, but I still left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, now I I realize that that it does seem like <laughs> I was fabricating the situation a little bit. Oh, yeah, I forgot your dad stood you up for a movie, too. What? Your dad stood you up for a movie? Well, 
I mean, he didn't really stand me up because he told me that he was canceling. So he didn't really stand me up. And I saw a movie with my mom, I think, what was it, the next day? Or maybe it was the day before. Anyway. Darren, what'd you do this week? Um, Since last we spoke. I've been doing a lot of work for this, another, like, Lifetime movie, I believe. I believe it's going on Lifetime. Um, it's PA you, work. Can I ask you questions about it? Some. Is Michael Douglas in it? No. Is Michael Fassbender in it? I can't answer that. Did they bring Steve Jobs' corpse on set? I not can't even answer to sh- that. Not even to shoot it, just like for inspiration. I can't answer that. No, but I. So yesterday I worked. I uh, was. I, I worked yesterday um, at a skate park that's very exclusive to professional skateboarders. Um, it's kind of a legendary skate park. You can't just go in if you're just some random guy on the street, as far as I understand it. Um, I, you, when I used to skate, I used to, it's called the barracks. We filmed there. Um, it's a really cool, uh, skate park. And I, when I was like younger and I was still skating, I would watch videos at the barracks, like Battle at the Barracks, and be like, wow, that's a really cool skate park. I hope that I can skate that one day. I get there, and I'm like, well, this is my only chance that I will ever get in my entire life to skate this park. And I didn't have a board, and so I went around asking. I was like, hey, can someone lend me a board? Everybody said no, because they're all picture boards for the movie. And they didn't want me skating on it because there's a potential that I could, you know, mess up something with the board. Also, the production company didn't want to be liable for me getting hurt. So basically all I did was walk into the skate park that I've kind of idolized as as a younger man and uh, just wish I was skating it. So it was a little bittersweet. I was there, but I didn't uh, I didn't get to skate it. They couldn't give you a board after they shot? No, because they're, they're filming there again today, and they're still using the boards. But Darren, you're at home today. But, uh, yeah, I didn't, I'm not there. Okay, I, so there's a Lifetime movie with skating. Yeah. As far as I know, it's Lifetime. Yes. Have any of the movies that you've PA'd for come out yet? Yes. Are you on IMDb? Uh, I don't think they do it. I think I have to self-submit. But yeah, I if I, I can self-submit, my I don't know. Last I checked, I wasn't. I am, I'm on IMDb, but it's for stuff that I've made. It's not for the Lifetime movies. I see two separate Darren Hones, both of which worked on things that you worked on. So you might want to consolidate those, bro. <laughs> okay. What's the, uh, is the first, Okay. Is there stuff that you don't recognize on there, on one of them? No. I, that's why I said that you've worked on both of them. Okay. Cool. Well, private, yeah, I'll, I'll Private chat. It. Private chat. Uh, Darren Hone's shitty Black Mirror wannabe. Damn, Jake. That's what your professor called it. It's not, it's not me judging it. Which professor called it that? Jake, Professor Camaro. Jake, 
You're trying to roast my. You're trying to roast my bone. No, it, Darren. It was Craig. Did he really say that? Did Craig really say that? No. <laughs> oh, that wouldn't surprise me. Craig uh, saw Obsidian and completely roasted that. He like to my face. He was like. He basically said that story was bullshit, like, to my face. So, um, he just doesn't like my stuff. He doesn't Craig like... Craig once told me he, he doesn't really like liked a stuff. short script I wrote. That was funny, so... Nice. Sorry. <laughs> Darren, do you have anything to review other than movies today? Because I have two things. Um, I'm going to give PA work a 3 out of 10. Oh, long hours, especially on the set that I'm on right now. Um, I don't really have any stakes in it. There's one person who I uh, would be interesting to get to know. Other than that, um, the only people I really like are the other PAs. And uh, yeah, everyone else kind of just treats PAs like shit. So... um, I think it's a necessary evil if you're trying to get into the film industry, but, um, yeah, uh, PA work gets a three out of 10 from me. Uh, Darren, I don't think we actually ever talked about this on air, but your least favorite movie of last year was Kin. I just want to, I just remembered yes, that. Yes, that is my least favorite movie of, of last year. What is yours? Is it Peppermint? Um, I don't know. What did I say last time? I can't remember. I think it was Peppermint. I don't know. It's on the website. I'll pull it up real quick. Snicklescast.com. Get yourself some merch. Check out some lists. Um, Jake's got his Black Mirror. Oh, Holmes and Watson. Holmes and Watson. I like it less than Peppermint. Yeah. I've ranked every movie I saw last year. Well, that came out last year. I've ranked every Black Mirror episode. I've got my top ten. Uh, Darren's got a top ten up there. And a really good picture of him. Where he looks really handsome. Yeah. And not at all like someone's choked him for a little bit and his <laughs> eyes are bulging out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, I'm a handsome boy and uh, I and I know it. So that's why I stuck to it. And I strut my stuff in my photos that are going into the public. Jake, um... Darren, it's been a half an hour. We need to review something. Let's talk about movies. I don't... I told you I had two things to review before we talked about movies. Oh, then review them! Don't yell at me! I asked you if you wanted to review anything. I did. I reviewed PA work. Okay. Go ahead. Well, uh, I'm going to review Weezer's Teal album. It's the album they just put out that's all covers. Uh, I think basically because they covered Africa by Toto, and people were like, oh, this is sweet. Because it's funny to like shitty music. Africa's a good song, Jake. But anyway, it's a bunch of like 80s ish covers. And they're pretty boring. They're all done in like the exact same style as the original song. As is most as are most Weezer songs that aren't on their first album. Well, but they're like done like they did uh, "Smooth Criminal," and it sounds almost exactly like Michael Jackson's "Smooth Criminal," except it's Rivers Cuomo singing. It sounds like it's just a karaoke track. 
When I was younger and I would listen to covers, I would get excited about that. When a band could exactly emulate another band's song or another artist's song, I would be like, oh, dude, this this cover's awesome. It sounds exactly like the original. And re- when I listened to, started listening to more music, I was like, oh, that's kind of lame because... Yeah. Why? What's the point? <laughs> you know you know what sounds just like the original? <laughs> <laughs> the closer it is to the original, the better it is. Yeah, that's why everyone loved Alien Ant Farm's Smooth Criminal, because it sounds just like the original. Exactly. Uh, the other thing I want to review is the this year's Royal Rumble match. Okay. Oh, I, I'd give that album like a 3 out of 10. It's kind of just like a shitty playlist. Like, because it has, uh, like, Sweet Dreams Are Made of These, but it also has, like, Paranoid by Black Sabbath. And there's just no situation where I'd want to listen to those, like, To both of them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a strange compilation. Yeah. And... Because they sound so much like the originals. Just listen to the originals. Yeah. If Spotify exists, you can make those playlists. Just listen to the originals. Okay, now on to Royal Rumble, Jake. The Royal Rumble watch match. It. I didn't watch the whole pay-per-view, just the, the match itself. Um, I think the fun thing about Royal Rumble is that there's like so many contestants and it's such a long match that they can get real crazy with it. And I feel like they had fun with it this year. There were some cool spots, but I feel like they didn't have as many, like, surprise entrants as usual. It was sort of, uh, like, people you expect to do things. So it's like a 6 out of 10. It was it was enjoyable, but it wasn't the best Royal Rumble of all time. What is the best Royal Rumble of all time, Jake? Uh, 2007. Of all time or just of what you've seen? Of all time. Okay. Uh, critically acclaimed. Everyone agrees. Everyone who's ever seen every <laughs> Royal Rumble would say that 2007 is the best. Who had the biggest? Who had the biggest presence at that Royal Rumble? Uh, whites. <laughs> <laughs> As always, <laughs> the biggest presence goes to the whites. Um, oh, it looks like 2007 was actually number six, according to this guy. Oh, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker were the final two. Well, wrestling is subjective. Apparently, the best <laughs> Royal Rumble, according to this website, was 1992. <clears throat> it's always... If it's, if it's in the early 2000s, there's no way it can be the best. I feel like that's how reviewers handle things, and I don't like it. Uh, just be, just, just be as subject, as objective as you possibly can, which sounds like an oxymoron because humans are subject, are, we like subjective things. When you review subjective things objectively, it makes no sense. Try and do that though, you know? Uh, anyway. What the fuck are you saying? Jake, let's talk about movies. Yeah. All right, I Jesus. saw I saw uh, gas, grass, ass, or pass, and then I saw glass. Um, the first movie I'd probably give a one out of ten. Don't see it. Probably a 
half out of ten. I'm not even gonna talk. I, I don't even want to talk about it on this podcast. Dude, you can't give it a half out of ten. They put credits. They had open. That's the music. half. Yeah, the half. That's the half. It's a point five out of ten. It was six hours long. They and get then, something for that. And then, yeah, exactly. Way too long. It's what. It's a unique experience where you have to sign a waiver, and then they a clockwork orange your eyes open. <clears throat> yeah. And you have to watch every frame, otherwise they'll restart the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a good experience. I don't recommend it. I hope it gets banned from the world, and put deep in an ocean, under the under uh, under the sea. And then I saw glass, and uh, I don't I don't think I mean that's up there. The glass, in terms of editing, that was the first thing I noticed with glass. In terms of editing, whoa, these shots aren't continuous. Well, they're, they're cutting between different shots. This is amazing. <laughs> I was like, whoa, this movie's edited. Somebody edited it. You're like, whoa, I've only ever seen train arriving at station. And this is blowing my <laughs> it, mind. It was <laughs> so much better than train arriving at station. Um, I got to see more of these. Thi- what are they called? Movies? <laughs> I got to see more of these things. Darren kept freaking out that Bruce Willis was going to run right at him. Yeah, I, I I kept looking around. Anytime he was on, off the screen, I kept looking around like, where is he? I couldn't find him in the theater. I was amazed. I, I couldn't see it. And like I was I felt endangered because I, I anytime I couldn't see the beast on the screen, I was like, oh, I'm about to get attacked by the beast. I cover I would cover myself and I would watch it, you know, with my head down like that. Um, so anyway, glass. First thing I noticed about glass was the editing style. It's kind of akin to Natural Born Killers. It's very disorienting. I thought it's like an updated. It's almost like an updated version of Natural Born Killers. Uh, what do you think? Why do you think that? Because it was just so strange. A lot of. I mean, I guess that movie Natural Born Killers had a lot of like Dutch angles and weird cinematography and stuff. But Glass's pacing was so strange, and it just, um, I don't know, I, I felt kind of jarred by it quite a bit. I, I guess not really, like, jarred, but I kind of... Are you was, trying to say Jared? I was Jared by it quite a bit, and I didn't like that. I don't want to be Jared. I'm Darren. I don't want to be Jared. I don't want to be a diamond salesman, and I don't want to be a... A sandwich salesman who also uh, jerks off to kids. Yep, those are the orders of importance of so <laughs> what he did. So, uh, um, yeah, I, I mean, once again, I mean, Sam Jackson was great. James McAvoy was great. Bruce Willis. James McAvoy. Like, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but like, please do. That was such a good performance. Like I thought that Glass or I thought Split was really good, but I feel like Glass is even better. Oh like, yeah, so, I agree. There's so much more quick cutting between the characters in like the same scene, and yeah. like he did even better. It's un. He did even better in that movie than he did in Split in terms of his characters. Uh, I totally agree with you. Like. He feels like whatever an eight-year-old kid, yeah. roller roller skating around that room with those girls. And his diet, a lot of his lines as the eight-year-old kid were really actually like the only f- 
truly funny parts of the movie that I was like actually yeah. laughing at. Like there are a lot of moments of dialogue. I mean, M Night Shyamalan is in the movie. Uh, he's in the store, and yeah. it was like, have you seen Unbreakable? Un- yeah. It was. It's been a long time since I've seen Unbreakable, so it's hard for me to remember. I watched it before I watched that, and he's in Unbreakable as like a drug dealer who's going into the stadium where Bruce Willis works. Yeah. So when he comes into his security store, he's like, "Have we met each other?" <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's okay. I thought that was a little. I thought that was a dumb joke. Uh, that's supposed I mean, to be like, I thought that was a, d- <laughs> well, yeah, but I thought it was, I thought it was even stupider. So that's less stupid that it's from unbreakable. Yeah. Cause I thought it was just M night Shyamalan going, Oh, I created you. Do I, uh, do, do I know you? I created you. Do-do. Yeah. Darren feels the same way whenever Stan Lee is in a Marvel movie. <laughs> when, whenever we watch, uh, Avengers, he's going to say the exact same thing, I guarantee it. Yeah, out loud in the theater, I'm going to be like, oh, well, how stupid, who is this guy? Who does he and fucking like, think he Shh. is? And you're like, this is my third ever movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to see Captain Marvel. Um, well, no, Darren Train arriving at station. No, I'm going to see Captain Glass. Marvel. But, so, yeah, and then, and then Avengers is going to be my fourth movie. Um. Anyway... Uh, so there were some character like bystander interactions of non-important characters where I was like, because M Night Shyamalan wrote and directed it, and there were moments when I was like, has M Night Shyamalan like ever met people before? Like, has he talked <laughs> to people before? Because <laughs> this is really strange dialogue. Like, do you remember what specifically? That interaction where he was talking. Yeah. And then the one where it was with the uh, the bearded doctor when he goes in to talk to James McAvoy and he's like flashing the lights all those times. He says some stuff that I'm just like, I don't understand. And uh, when spoiler for glass, by the way, when that same doctor dies, when he goes into uh, Sam Jackson's cell and he starts talking to him i was like why would he say any of these lines to him he's he he's just, he's a doctor in a it, it was it, it felt strange most of the most of the dialogue um but yeah bruce willis seemed to kind of uh i didn't feel like he was as into his character as the other two i thought the other two completely outacted him and Anya Taylor Joy was also really good. Once again, very good actress. Yeah. Um, Sarah Paulson, really good. Even the son had some okay moments. Yeah, he was okay. What's his name? <laughs> I forgot. But was it the same actor from Unbreakable? Mm-hmm. It was the kid? It, okay. Mm-hmm. That's really cool they did that. Oh, uh, I saw that movie with Kayla and Faye. And Faye was talking to Kayla. She's like, Yo, how'd they get actors that looked exactly like him? (laughs) And then you guys... And then then I was like, oh, it's from the first movie. (laughs) And then you guys tried to... When you guys tried to buy tickets, that one dude was like, Oh, do I mention I'm broke? (laughs) 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 He tried to tag along with you guys. And I was like, why is it called Unbreakable then? (laughs) (laughs) Uh... So yeah, I... um, I thought Glass was a really weird movie. It didn't really... 
it shot itself in the foot too. There's a, there's a moment where it says we're like Mr. Glass goes. We need to show the world. It, it, it's it's Act Three, the climax. You're expecting. You're literally expecting at least because it's in such a grounded, realistic world. You don't. I was like, okay, they're probably not going to go to the top of this building, but they at least need to like go to the building. They don't even fucking go to the building that they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, the whole the whole thing essentially takes place in two, like three, three locations. I think there's the asylum, and then there is the brick factory, and then the home security area. Well, if you're just gonna count the asylum as one location, but there's like yeah. I guess, yeah. I mean, it's it's like Split. Like, Split really only takes place in one location, I guess. Well, if you're just going to count the whole underground tunnel system as one location... <laughs> Darren, what is that? Darren's got a fat stack of something. It's, these are uh, credit cards. These are all the credit cards I've maxed out over the no, years. Real, what is that? They're WAG, they're WAG $25 oh. credit cards. I wasn't lying. I mean, They're I was lying when cards. I said I, I maxed them out. Yes. See that? It says $25 credit, and it is a card. Jake. Darren. Whoa. Darren's doing a the mask audition right now with the way he's <laughs> his head. Oh, I see. That yeah. vibrator finally I've been, got him. Yeah, I've been, <laughs> I've, been, I've, been, I've been just buzzing my puss the whole, this whole podcast. Um, Darren, what would you give Glass on a scale of one point to ten points? I'm going to give Glass a four because wow. I really like it was so great. Like it was so good to see. I'll give it, a, you know what? I'll bump that up to a 4.75. I'm going to give no. it, I'm going to give it a, a four to a five between those two. Uh, because most of the actors did fantastically, but the script itself just felt so strange it didn't really amount to much by the way those people so bruce willis is supposed to be the hero of the whole movie and there's that scene where he herds the 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 soldiers into that shipping crate and then he puts the bar over it so they can't get out so do they they they're in they're still they never get explained to get to be getting out of that no but you can you see it's open at the end there's a shot where it's open Okay, I, might, I must have just not been paying attention. Anyway. 4.76 now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the twist was I thought the twist was a little bit weak. When it happened, I was like, oh, so are they going to do something else with that? And they didn't. It's like the exact same twist from Unbreakable. It's like, oh, he really has these powers. And then in Split, it's like, oh, he really has these powers. And then in Glass, it's like, oh, they really are superhero people. No, I like, think the twist in Glass was more that um, Mr. Glass created both of them. I think it's I the, the twist in the the twist in Glass, which is interesting. You know, like it it connects the world, it connects the worlds, but like it it. I mean, it came out of nowhere. I guess M Night can do that. Like he can make twists that comes out that come out of nowhere. But like, yeah, uh, the the whole twist is that. Um, uh, James McAvoy's character's dad, Kevin's dad, and Bruce Willis were on the same train, and the they train linked with one survivor. And they linked the reason that Kevin has so many personalities to his father dying in the train 
crash. And his mom being abusive. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like, okay, another twist is that Sarah Paulson is, like, in this secret organization that's trying to, like... Yeah, that was another out. twist where I... That was when I lost all faith in the whole movie because, I, I mean, I thought that was the better... I honestly thought that was the better twist, but I was like, just leave, you should just leave it at the train one because then I was like, why these people come out of nowhere. I don't, I still don't understand what their motive is to be doing all of this. I like, they're too powerful, Darren. Well, yeah, but that seemed like a really null. That seemed like a really null reason to be killing them. It just didn't seem, I don't know. It, 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 it seemed like Sarah Paulson was just doing it and she was reluctant about being the villain. It's like, I I didn't, I didn't get why she was in it, why she was doing what she was doing. It never really explained why she was. I feel like as weak as that is like the final part where it's like, uh, Samuel, Mr. Glass did this on purpose. He want, he knew that they were going to die. This isn't a final battle. This is an origin story. It's like, is that's really like, and also, they're like, he went out the tunnels on purpose. Like, yeah, we saw him doing stuff on the computer. Like, yeah. Why is why are you showing us that? We're gonna <laughs> hold back all this other like valuable information. <laughs> it made a big deal. Like, it's you know, on paper, it seems like it could be cool. It's a very, it's a, essentially a superhero movie that's really dark and grounded in reality. However, you know, in execution, there seems to be a lot of plot holes that. But like I was kind of the Dark Knight by. is more grounded in reality. Yeah, but the Dark Knight's great. I'm not. I'm saying that on, yeah. the, on paper that seems great, and in execution that seems great as well. Dark Knight has nothing to do with glass, Jake. Come on. Well, now. I'm just saying like making a grounded superhero movie is an interesting idea ten years ago, and you need to do more than that now. And this movie did didn't. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. Yeah, I think... But So, like, is there going to be another one where Anya Taylor-Joy has powers? Or, like... I don't know. I imagine if there was like, another one, if there's just trying to be a franchise, they'd probably do something with her, Bruce Willis's son, and Sarah Paulson. Like, I just don't think I can give a shit about a fourth movie in this series. Especially with James McAvoy gone. Like, he... Like he was such a fucking bright light in that movie to me. Oh yeah, that's that's what held my interest was I was just like he's he is insanely he is an insanely gifted actor. Like watching yeah. him act, I was like holy fuck. It is so unfortunate that this is such a weird like strange kind of weak script because he is doing so well. He's so good. But I so felt the good. same way about Rami Malek and uh Bohemian Rhapsody, and that got nominated for Best Picture. That's true. But you, know, the, you know the Oscars. You know the Oscars are all do are all picked from campaigning, right? They're all picked from yeah. people paying the Academy. Yeah. So yeah, um, what would you give Glass, Jake? Uh, I don't remember what I gave it last time. I think like a five and a half, six ish, just because I thought like some of the action scenes were cool. Uh, and the acting I think was really good, and that was like enough that it kept me interested. In it. Yeah, I, 
I, I feel you there. I, I like once again, yeah. I mean, Sam ja- Sam Jackson and James McAvoy were the highlights. James McAvoy completely just pulled that movie. He yeah, was great. That, like, I mean, Sam Jackson did a good job, but I don't know that it's like so different from any of like anything he's done before. You know? I well, that's that's weird that you say that. I I, I that was all I could think. I was like, this is totally different because. Usually, you know, I'm I'm so used to Sam Jackson being the motherfucker guy. I mean, essentially, he was being weird Nick Fury in this movie. If you think about it, he's trying to get, band these superheroes together and create like create a, a conflict essentially, which makes him like a darker, more messed up version of Nick Fury. But I thought his character was definitely different from his normal tough guy motherfucker guy that he usually plays. Yeah, but we saw that in, like, Django, where he's, like, a more feeble man. Also, I think he says, I think he actually, I think he, doesn't he literally say the words motherfucker in the, in Django? He says. But, like, there's the open, like, the whole beginning part where he's, like, playing up that he's a lot more feeble than he is. And then when he pulls that gun out, spoiler alert, I guess. Yeah. For Django. He's great in Django, too, but I, I still feel like him as Mr. Glass is a very unique role for him. I don't... I can't okay. really think of anything that's that's too similar to him playing Mr. Glass in another movie. I mean, can you? <clears throat> Not off the top of my head, at least. I mean, Aside Sam Jackson. what I've already said? Sam Jackson's done... Every, well, even that, I don't think that that's as unique as Mr. Glass. I don't think that his role in Django is as unique as Mr. Glass. I mean, Sam Jackson's been in, like, every single movie. Oh, well, yeah, because he's the same character, Jake. He's Mr. Glass in Unbreakable 2. No, he's not. <laughs> he doesn't dub himself Mr. Glass until this oh, movie. Oh, God. He's this... Okay. Uh, anyway. Okay. I'm just trying to think of Sam Jackson movies where he's a different character now. What else and I'm not saying see? he even did a bad job. Why are you always trying to fight me? I'm just saying that I feel like James McAvoy. Jake, was like I want a to throw hands. As soon as I see your face, I'm gonna punch it. I'm gonna make that face. I'm gonna beat that face. It's red. right here, dude. Punch your fucking computer. I dare you. Mm. Fuck. Ah. I broke my computer. Ah. No, that's my face that cracked. Jake felt it. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um. Okay, we can move, let's move on. What did you what else did you see, Jake? I saw the movie The Destroyer with uh Nicole I don't even Kidman. think I've, I don't even think I've heard of that movie. I didn't think I'd heard of it until I well, so my friend was like, "Hey, let's go see this." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, sure." Like I'm always down to see a movie. And then I looked it up, and it is from the director of, oh, man, uh, The Invitation. Oh, very good. A movie that we both enjoy. Yeah. A woman who I met in real life. Oh, I guess it's just called Destroyer. Um, um, what's the premise? What's the synopsis? Give me a quick synopsis. Give me the so, elevator pitch of the movie. Nicole Kidman plays a undercover cop who, or she plays a cop who used to be an undercover FBI agent, and when she was like really new to the force, they put her on, uh, like on an undercover bust 
that went poorly and now she's like trying to basically set things right for what happened back in the day cool sounds juicy yeah sounds got... also lucrative for mrs kidman i don't know about like it seems like pretty indie i don't know how much she yeah got most likely yeah i don't know if she got points or what I've heard, I, I'm starting to hear that a lot of indie movies lie about how much, like, what their budgets are, just to appeal to indie audiences. Like, they undersell how much they, Yeah, like, is? I heard that, um, like, apparently Deadpool, it's not really indie, but I mean, no. for, for a superhero movie, it's a low budget, and they, I mean, everybody was making a big deal about how Deadpool had a pretty low budget for a superhero movie. However, I heard that i think it was they said it was like 53 million is what their budget was for deadpool or something like that and okay. uh i heard that ryan reynolds made much more than what he was announced to be making mm. i don't want to say because i don't know if my facts are correct but but while talking to him on the set of this Lifetime movie. Yeah, while talking, he was... Jake, you're not supposed to spoil... I signed an NDA. You can't spoil these things. What'd you think I about... <laughs> what'd you think about Destroyer? Um, no, I liked it a lot. It's got like a 62 on Metacritic, which... Fucking who gives a shit, bro? <laughs> so um, you're saying it's underrated? Yeah. I really like... I mean, I've talked about it before on the show, but I really liked the invitation. You you finally watched that, right? Yeah, we we we've talked we've both yeah. talked about it. Yeah. Um, it does like sort of a similar thing where the story <clears throat> sort of unfolds, and you're left in the dark for a lot of it. And it's like I think it's really the story is like well told, and that like Nicole Kidman does a really good job. Way better than Sam Jackson in Glass, which is Darren's favorite performance ever. Yeah, of of the of the two movies I've seen, I'd say that's my favorite performance. <laughs> uh, I have to give I have to give that uh, award to the train. I was gonna say and the train. train the train's station. right up there, and the train and and James McAvoy are like, you know, they're like neck and neck. But I'd have to give it to the train. Uh, yeah, it's just, like, I don't want to say too much, because, like The Invitation, the story unfolding is kind of the joy of the movie, but I really enjoyed it. It was, like, there's some fucking brutal parts, too. It was an intense movie. Hard to watch at moments? Yeah. I would say so. Also, I got, had a, a barbecue chicken sandwich. That I picked up before the movie and I ate it at the movie and it gave me a really bad stomach ache. So give the sandwich a rating and also give the movie a rating. It not in any not in it doesn't have to be in that order. You know. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna give the sandwich a taste rating, a body feel rating, and then I'm gonna rate the movie, but not necessarily in that order. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say an eight. Uh, seven and a half. And seven and a half for body feeling. Like a four. Four for the movie. Four for the movie? No. For, oh, for the experience. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just told you it wasn't going to be in order. It's for you to figure out. 
Okay. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, so if you have cause to see that movie, check it out. Nice. Oh, there's one more thing I saw that I can talk about. Wait, is talk your phone out? No, Jake. <laughs> Wait, Darren, are you going to Jedi Braid? Yeah, I'm just... This is all me... Uh, me connecting through uh, via via telekinetic speak, which is a new uh, invention I came up with, um, where I talk to you across wherever you wherever I can talk to you. I mean, I I I, I have the power. Um, it's it's only it's only available to telepaths, and I can talk to you wherever you are in the world. Wow, that's pretty cool. You can't do anything to stop me either. So I can I can talk to you when I want, and you can't dictate it, unless you have the power to shut it out of your mind. But your your mind is too feeble, so I can talk to you. <clears throat> so go what? on. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> What's your next movie, Jake? I saw the house that Jack built. Lars von Trier's newest flick. I've heard. I've only heard of it. I haven't seen any previews, trailers, nothing. Um, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I think like going into one of his movies, you expect it to be very explicit sexually, and this movie was not that at all. But it was quite graphically violent. So he's going from was his last movie the Nymphomaniac movies, or did he make something between? I that and this. think that was his most recent. So he's going. So if that is true, he is going from sexually violent to physically violent. Yeah, uh, it's set in America, so I feel like he might be trying to say something America yeah. about how you can show murder on TV, but like. A nipple, and all of a sudden your movie's rated R. Yeah. America. America. Just saying. Uh, but it was funny in parts, and it was like disturbing, and it was just a Lars von Trier movie, and that's all I have to say. Larsy Lars. I heard he. It was either him or Gus Van Sant that would. I heard rubbed his genitals on his actors to get a grossed-out reaction from them. I thought that was Louis C.K. <laughs> I think I think it, yeah. There's there's probably a list now in in this in the in this climate. Uh, what do we? What would you give the movie, Jake? Before we wrap up, um, like a f- I six ish, five to six. Jake, did you just? I feel like you just blew a microchip because you you all the expression left your face. And you just dropped in a you, your voice sort of dropped to a monotonous ring, and yeah, you sound like a robot. What just happened? Uh, does not compute. Well, Jake's a robot now, guys. Um, I thought Darren was the robot. Jake. Oh, that's the twist. Darren's a robot built by a robot. <laughs> Jake's the creator. Dude, that's my Black Mirror episode. No one steal it. Well, now it's out there in the for the whole world to listen to. Uh, Jake, what's what are your final thoughts? Darren, do you want to play a game real quick? Sure. 
Unless you're in a big hurry to go. No. Let's play a game. Pick a number between 1 and 25. 22. Okay, now call the 20-second contact in your phone. No cheating? No cheating. Unless it's like 911, I guess. <laughs> Are we going alphabetically or what? Whatever order they're in. I don't... <laughs> How else would you do it, Darren? Chronologically? 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. No. Who I refuse. It? Who is it? It's a person who I have a professional working relationship with and I don't want to call them. What about the 44th? <laughs> I, uh, I don't want to count that high. I don't think that's good podcasting. Okay, what about the 21st? Who is 21st? What happened to no cheating I, here, Darren? You, why don't you do it? Because I started it. Oh, I can't do her either because most of the people in my phone is gonna be an, are going to be a no. The, the 21st is a person who I went on a horrible date with and got her number and then uh, haven't been in contact with her. When was this? Two or three years ago. Darren, this is going to be so funny. Call her. I don't. I would rather. I would much rather not. <laughs> this will Why be don't so you funny. do this? Why don't you do <laughs> this? this? Be, I'll do it next episode. I don't think you will. <laughs> I will. I think we're going to no leave cheating. it at this. I don't, I don't want to call that girl. Uh, fine. Was this on Facebook? Is that where you found it? What? This, this like challenge? No. I heard it on another podcast that's famous, so I thought that it might be a good way for us to boost What podcast? Analyze Fish. No, wait, sorry. It was Comedy Bang Bang. No, it comedy was not. Comedy Bang Bang. No, it was not. Comedy I listened bang, to all bang. the fucking episodes. Comedy ah! Bang Bang. Yeah, all it right. was. It was, it was with Adam Scott, Chelsea Peretti, and Harris Whittles. That's from a long time ago. So? <sighs> Jake, what are oh! your closing thoughts? What are your closing thoughts? Darren's... a. Less of a man than I thought he was because he won't call some girl he went on a bad date with. What about the 23rd contact? <laughs> it's probably still going to be a no. What happened to Oh, you? no, I can call. I can call him. Okay, call. <laughs> Do you want? All right, I'll call him. Ask if his refrigerator's it's, running. It's going to be it's going to be a weird phone call. Ask if his TV is on. Do you know that one? No, what's that one? Say yes when I ask this, okay? Okay. Is your TV on? It's not right. Oh, here we go. Is your TV on? Yes. How does it fit? Yo, what's up, Roland? What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, doing I'm good. doing good. Especially, I just got off work, so that's always a good... That's a nice. That's, that's good. You know, that's a high right there. Yeah. Hey, is your TV on? Yeah. How does it fit? Bro, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, is your refrigerator? I'm supposed to. I'm um. Supposed to fix your TV. I'm supposed. I'm. I'm trying to. <laughs> fuck. 
I, I was told I was. Well, I I was told I was told to call the twenty third contact in my phone, and then it ended up being you. So I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" And uh, so I decided to call you and see how you were doing. Steve Barrow putting you up to this? Uh, I wish, but I didn't even get a chance to skate the park. I, I was just talking about that. It was really sad. Yeah. But, uh... You still working there or no? No, not today. I'm, I'm actually doing a podcast right now with... I'm doing an episode of Snickles with Jake. And you're, you're, on, you're on camera. You're on microphone right now. He's he's got cameras all over his house, folks. Simon is yeah. being watched by I'm not going I won't I won't say your last name unless you want me to. Uh cuz cuz we get like thousands of uh listeners every yeah, every day. So, yeah, you're getting you're getting watched by the FBI. Simon's on the FBI watch list. How do you feel about that? Question. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah, Darren, yeah, this is yeah, rough, of course. All right. Well, uh, Jake told Jake was like, "Hey, man, call call the twenty third person in your phone." And then uh, now he's saying, uh, "Now this he's funny. completely this regretting isn't... it," and uh, <laughs> and he thinks this is bad podcasting now. So yeah, I don't really. I'm not really making any jokes or anything. All right, at the will of Jake, he's on my headphones right now, so you can't hear him. Um, but uh, why why wasn't Jake on? Uh. I don't. I could. I could. Uh, I mean, well, it's too late now. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I'm getting fed questions. How many? Yes, uh, you wanted to do this, man. I need the questions. <laughs> he wants one more question, Jake. What's your question for Simon? Um, if there's two cats in a box, which one is gonna win? If there's two cats in a box, which one's gonna win? Pussy. The best pussy. <laughs> All right, uh, Jake's telling me to wrap it up. So it was nice talking to you, man. I hope all is well. Uh, I'll, I think I'm coming back in the spring to visit everybody. So I'll see you then. I'll I'll I'll, I'll keep you in touch. So I'll talk to you before then. All right, what up, man? Good to hear from you, and thanks for the opportunity to completely annihilate with your entire podcast. Oh, of course. You you killed it. Thanks for thanks for picking up. Yeah, man. Pleasure to drop bombs. All right. Later, man. All right. Peace. All right. Bye. Bye. Um that was unbearable, Darren. So, Jake, you got to do that next episode now. I mean, you I get know. two variations. You get you get either one up or one down. And you so, you know, whatever number you pick. Well, now that you know, I mean, no, I'm well, going I, to hey, I'm going to pick a different number range. So, uh, yeah. and I promise that I'm not even going to look at my contacts because I'm probably going to forget as soon as we get off the, this. 
Jake, we got to wrap it up. That was your fault that that happened. Um, uh, it was pretty funny at first um, when you asked if his TV was on. <laughs> so, Jake, I, I, I don't want to regret giving you closing thoughts, but what are your closing thoughts? Uh, call someone you haven't talked to in a while and ask them if their TV is on, and then if they say yes and you say, how's it fit, and they're confused, tell them that you have to fix it. Yeah. That's the best way to... That's the best way to... It's called yes-anding yourself. Darren has really small hands. It always surprises me whenever he puts them in front of his face. Is that small, Jake? Because that's bigger than my head. Just the yeah. palm is bi- as big as my head. This is right next to my ear. <laughs> that means that you have cancer. Oh, yeah, I got itch my nose. Uh. Darren's holding this hand... A good two to three feet in front of his face. I'm not. It's right next to my head, dude. It's not. Look at this. Why do you keep leaning back then? Anyway, Jake. Pull your, hey, Darren, just pull your headphone out with your right hand. <laughs> okay, I will. Darren, now just I can't hear you. Out of, off of camera Idiot. Jake, you're making bad podcasting decisions. <laughs> then <laughs> you're making bad do, podcasting do it on decisions. Camera, Darren. I'm on camera. I did it on camera. No, you didn't. You leaned off. I I was still on camera. Jake, what are your closing thoughts? I want you to pull your headphone out of your ear with your right hand right now without moving. I just did it, idiot. Okay, so do it again. I just did it once. I don't want to do. I okay, want to do this so Simon do Says it bullshit. Again. Um, my closing thoughts are. If you've done it before, then do floss. it again. It's more. I probably said this already, but um, floss before bed because it's just better to go through go through the day. You you know your gums will be less sore if you floss before bed. I mean, if you floss all the time, floss whenever the fuck you want. But you know, if you go before bed and you haven't done it in a while, then your teeth are gonna be sore during when you sleep. But if you're tired enough, you'll just go to sleep anyway. Well, you won't be sore during the day. Do whatever you want. Um, if you guys, on the day that this comes out, if you guys are going to the Celtics game, be sure to catch me there. I don't know where I'm sitting. Jake's going to be trust falling on a lot of people, so just catch him. Yeah, just catch me at TD Garden. Otherwise, we can't out. be recording anymore. Uh, bye. Bye. Is that how we end the show? It is now. Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange.